Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. It's a Thursday. Oh, yeah. Early Thursday. Hope you have a good day. Hope you're having a good day. And let's see, not much going on right now. Oh, yeah, I want to talk about undead, specifically the lower level undead, which is mostly what I deal with. I mean, yeah, it's fun to put the occasional vampire or lich or something in there for the players, but I tend to deal with lower level players, which is okay. So I got lower level monsters. We're talking skeletons, zombies, ghouls, that kind of thing. Once you start getting into white territory, it gets kind of dangerous. First of all, I like undead. I think undead are great because they're just they're just there. I, I, what I mean is, I, I've got kind of a kind of a macabre sense in D and D, and even though I don't care for being in Ravenloft, I do like minor undead because they make great grunts. They make great minions. And certain of them, like you just feed them enough brain, you just feed the ghouls enough brains, they're fine for a while. Skeletons don't take any maintenance. You know, feed them, they don't sleep. Zombies, got to keep an eye on them, but they can do, there are zombies out there who have enough of intelligence left to obey simple orders. Same with ghouls. Ghouls are, the, I always think of ghouls as more intelligent zombies that eat flesh. Which are basically what they do. I mean, we've also got things like mummies. and th- Mummies are fun. I find mummies fun. I like to do variations on these, on these lower level critters just to keep the players on their toes. And you've got to get creative with some of these. For instance, I pulled out... You didn't even find it in, in monster books. I'm pulling out my creature catalog right now. There's a creature cat... There's a... Monsters are called the Topi. I like the Topi because they are full-blown mummies, only they're four feet tall. And I like to use them for ambushes. You get three or four together because they got the full they got the full mummy powers, you know, like the the mummy rot and all that other stuff. And can you imagine like walking into? I've had this happen. Walk, a character walking into a a room. And above the doorway, there's enough ledge there where like four of them can be there. And once they jump in the door, they jump on them and hold them down or do whatever mummies do, try and kill them, whatever. And you've got the mummy rot. you got that thing. Can you imagine if you shrunk other undead critters like dwarf skeletons, like dwarf skeletons, like mini skeletons like that, or mini ghouls? You could do the same thing. And... I, I have a particular fondness for skeletons because you can really mess around with them. I've seen skeleton, giant skeletons. I've seen one of my favorites is, I think it was called the lead skeleton or something like that. It's coated in metal. I don't know if it was steel or iron or whatever, or even lead, but it made it a lot tougher. Also, you can use spells on these things with a trigger. Favorite one, second edition's got this, one of the splat books has got this spell called Blast Bones where you can basically make blones explode. It's a really nice necromantic spell. And what you do is you do something like a bunch of... I used to have a a necromancer character who had like... 
they'd take a piece of cloth and put a bunch of bones, or if they really wanted to be sadistic about it, a bunch of bones and nails and wrap it up, and they would be these would be like little little uh, grenades. Only it would go off when you tell them to. I mean, you could put a trigger on it. You could put a trigger on these things, but like you know, when it hits the ground. But you know, you throw this in front of characters, and then you trigger the thing, and boom, you got a radius of bone fragments and in nails. If you want to do the nails, also take a zombie, open him up, put some nails in him, sew him back up, send him out. They're coming at him, they're coming at him. Put a trigger on it the first time. If either the first blow it takes or when X amount of hit points are done, it explodes. What a great walking bomb. And it's things like that. You can really, really do things like that with undead. And it really works. Every time they go into a graveyard now, they're going to go, oh, what are we going to run into this time? There's also other undead stuff. Um, New Big Dragon, Richard LeBlanc, explored this in his Creature Compendium. And I believe he had different types of undead skeletal animals that you can use. Uh, there's the classic Drac... If you want to go all the way up to the classic Dracolich. Jeez, there's... I've, I, Dracoliches are, are interesting to me, but I feel too sorry for them for doing that because they're... It, they're, they're a lich, you know, it's beyond their control because of the stupid cult or whatever. But they could be a formidable enemy, let me tell you. I think a bunch of ghouls, zombies, and skeletons can be just as formidable as, say, a ghost or a white or even a vampire. Yeah, a vampire's got some, vampire's got some advantages, like the hypnosis thing and the level draining thing, which I don't do. I use the Nosferatu vampire from the creature catalog, which does not drain hit points. It drains blood. Or rather, it doesn't drain levels. It drains blood, which means hit points, which is what happens when you get drained of blood. You die. You bleed out, basically. And to me, that's more in line of a vampire than a vampire that drains levels. I don't know, there's level-draining monsters out there. I guess they're all right, and I guess it'll work for them. But to me, vampires, they drink your blood, you die. Or become a, or, or, be, or rise as a vampire at the vampire's discretion. Either way, they run out of blood, you die, you come back as an undead. Or he just leaves you dead. Either way. So that's how I run vampires. Other things, a white is a great thing to throw up against a mid-level party, lower to mid-level party, because they're starting to get some traction now. They're starting to get some experience, so you can throw them the more powerful undead at them. Uh, whites, ghasts, things like that. You go up the chart. Look at the, you just look at the turning chart for clerics, and you just go up, you know, from there, all the way up to lich. I think. Now, Lich, that's the BBEG of a story. And as far as Liches go, to me, I really got to think about the story and the characters, if they can handle a Lich. You know, I'm all for, I don't like real balanced encounters. I sort of eyeball it. Because I figured I can do, I can guesstimate pretty well what the encounter is going to be. But something like a lich is something where I really got to 
sit down and think about it and see exactly what that lich does to a party of, say, medium, say, like, I don't know, eighth level characters. They're up there, but a lich can still mop the floor with them and then come back for more. So it's really something you have to take into account. The higher the level the undead, you really got to start taking that into account. Vampires are nothing to sneeze at. As as I just talked to you about, they drain blood. Uh, and the whole bat, mist, wolf form thing. And of course, they have really high strength. So they do have the advantages. There's also the disadvantages of uh, can't go out during the day, crosses garlic, all all the usual trope steaks. I had a character who wanted to invent a steak gun so he could fire them. And I was just like, just carry a couple with you, just in case. Learn to throw them like daggers. A wooden dagger. I, I never thought of that. If a thief had a wooden dagger just for vampires, that would be cool. Because also the nice thing about Undead is if the party's new and they're you know new players sort of new players and they never experienced the undead one and one good encounter with some undead will make them i'm not going to say paranoid but they will start thinking about like coating things in silver silver and carrying stakes and other things like that for those kind of supernatural because they can mess you up they really can and uh, I'll probably talk more about Undead as I think of it. But for right now, it's time to start the day. And I hope you folks have a great day today. And until we meet next time, keep the dice warm. And I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.